So you're going to pay for my ammo to be better at using my weapon. Yes. Oh, where do I sign? Hi. <laughs> 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 Stop it. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Naked Apple. The Naked Apple. Here we are once again. Again. For a second time. Marty, we have to go back. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, two episodes this week. Unless I feel like something's going to happen, then, you know, this is just a regular episode on a regular week, and you never know. Who but knows? Now, but now you know, because, you know... We're no. terrible. <laughs> why, why you got to go spilling all the beans all the time, man? Because uh, honestly, there's no more beans left to spill. That's why. <laughs> Are they the magic beans that the Republicans mm -hmm, got? Mm -hmm, for? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Just checking. A magic wishing apple? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, this, this, is a, this is a special one, though, because it's... It's all themed. Very near and dear. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Very near and dear. Because it has to be. Because we're here. Unfortunately. Dearly and nearly. Speaking of near and dear, uh, Redemption Tactical, they are near and dear. They are. Mm -hmm. You can find them here. You can find them there. You can find them anywhere. Online. The Dr. Seuss kick tonight. It's just great. Well, it doesn't help that we started before you even started doing all this. You're right. Yes. That's my fault. Yes. And you know, our, our dear governor. Coxie. Rhymes so well with socks. Box and fox and socks. Talks. And very popular. Anyway, Locks. Redemption Tactical. <laughs> A Utah original company. They're here. In Utah. Mm -hmm. Have we met them? No. Do they know who we are? <laughs> no. But they will. <laughs> but they will. When you <laughs> go and purchase something from them, with you leave name. a five-star review and say hi. Say hi. The long march through the reviews. Yes. <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> Just the gif of, of Stitch. Hi. Or Joker. Or Joker. You know, that works too. Whatever suits your fancy. Either way, it's fine. We're not picky, just as long as you say hi. Yep. In any way that you want to. But that's the only thing you can say is hi. Yes. Because this is the way. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> With that fabulous thing out of the way. <laughs> it gets better every it time. It gets so it's much better. Just wait till we have to do live reads. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm get excited to do. Wait till get, we get to, get do, live to do live reads. reads. I just, I just, I just want to get a message someday from Redemption Tactical. That's just like all it says is "What the hell." <laughs> <laughs> who are <you? laughs> who are you? 
Hi. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, it'll just say hi. It will respond, hi. Hi. Oh, gosh. Anyway, you guys want to do live reads for us? <laughs> do you want do you us want to do live, live reads? reads? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> Let me answer you that by asking you this. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good stuff. Were you able to, uh, did you Did you find uh, vitamins? Okay. I didn't. I didn't find any extra vitamins. Just, you'll just have to laugh at yourself for a little I, bit. I, I put them. Of. I put them all in the last one. Okay. I mean, I guess you could see if there's a new article up. We could read that one. I'm guessing no. It's, it's later in the evening. Yeah. No. No. We could. We could read the ten signs that your date is a transgender. That could be fun. <laughs> Could it? Could. <laughs> Could be in the operative word. Could also be very bad. <laughs> well, let's just get into this then. All right. We'll just we'll save that for another time. <laughs> What's uh, we'll save that for later. We'll save that for a slow news week. <laughs> we'll circle back. Circle back. <laughs> Ain't gonna circle back, y'all. <laughs> Oh, Jen Pisaki. Yeah, I miss her. Do you? I, I really kind of do. I know. <laughs> I really do. Perhaps I judged you too harshly. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna circle back to that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we'll uh, we'll circle back. Now, uh, this this episode is themed about our uh, our home state. Yay! So if you live in a state that is our home, which is Utah, congratulations. Here's an update on the goings-on of things around the state. And uh, if you don't live in Utah, you can either ignore this, which... You are officially handicapped. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do like we mentioned at the last episode with South Dakota's bill... See if uh, if any of this tickles your fancy. You can tell your local leaders, local state yes. politicians to apply what you see. Y'all. Because that's the great experiment of the United States. It's supposed to be, anyway. But anyways, to sum up uh, what we have here for the state of Utah, it would sound like a little soundbite that goes a little something like... Well, this is not a mundane detail, Michael! That. Um... Do you remember Orrin Hatch? I do actually remember Orrin Hatch, yes. Great guy. That right? is a blast from the past. I don't know if I would use the word great, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would use the word great. <laughs> oh, okay then. Um, he was only like Mitch McConnell. It's, it's fine. Like I said. What's wrong with Mitch McConnell? Everything. <laughs> you just gestured to all of him. Let me count the ways. <laughs> no, uh, you don't need to worry about Orrin Hatch. He's He died a couple years ago. 
I was about to say, oh, good, when you said you don't have to worry about him. I'm glad that I stopped myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he died a couple years ago. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I should have paused Con longer is what you're saying. Condol <laughs> condolences. Con condolences is the proper... <laughs> Mitt Romney's Senate seat is up for grabs because oh, Mitt Romney good. wisely decided to not run again. Probably the first best choice he's ever made. Okay, so what does Warren Hatch have to do with this? Because he can't run. Correct. Oh, he might. I guess he could run as a Democrat. He might be voting. Yeah, yes, he might still be voting, but uh, <laughs> his son, Brent Hatch... Oh, has thrown his hat into the Senate race for Utah. It's his, his son, Brent, not his daughter, Straw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you would catch it. No, I got it. I was just trying to not react. And, uh, well, I am me, so I reacted. I just <laughs> have the humor of a three-year-old. So just bear with us. Brent Orrin Hatch has some experience in Washington, D.C. with stints of working in the administrations of former presidents Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush, but has spent most of his career as an attorney in private practice in Utah. Oh. Mm -hmm. So he's already a blood-sucking parasite. Now he's just going to run for an office. Yes. Gotcha. It's... The same seats that his father had. Oh, goody. For 42 years. Bleh. Mm. I thought you said this was good news. Mostly. Okay. As you can see, it's mostly peaceful news behind me. <laughs> mostly peaceful <laughs> news behind me. I don't know. I shouldn't judge him based on his father. No. That being said, how close that, to his father is politics? Big old suitcase behind him. <laughs> how closely he carries it is. Uh, uh, Brent Hatch said he has an insider's knowledge of the highest levels of government, but is not a professional politician. That you're an attorney, which is basically the same thing. I left Washington at an early age. I have worked for over 33 years here in Utah as a lawyer, protecting the rights of individuals and companies. We need to elect people who have had real jobs, had to make payrolls, and are not wed to lobbyists and the political class. People who speak plainly and use common sense. He said he would focus on the federal budget, inflation, and securing the border. I wonder, he should have a pay job, right? Probably. I mean, if he's if he's going against Trent Staggs, it's not it's not even a competition for me. I'm voting for Staggs. That's a law page. Uh, Brent Doran Hatch, U.S. Senate. Do you want a true conservative to represent Utah? No. Yes. <laughs> what what happens if I click on yes on your page? Volunteers, events, news. It it sends you to somebody else's page. <laughs> 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 steal the hyperlink. <laughs> okay, so this is fun. If you go into the uh, Google Chrome, you can 
um, you can actually change the coding on a page. So you could actually redirect that, that button to somebody else's page, and then you could make a video going through the page where you click it, so, and it redirects you so to somebody like, else's yeah. page. <laughs> and now I kind of want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So uh, his, he doesn't have like a policy thing that I can see. Ah. Oh, what oh, I believe. Good. Stop out of control inflation. Stop government overreach. Stop overrunning our border. Stop the growing national debt. More of my beliefs. More of my beliefs. Okay, that's, that's, that's all good and well to say, but how? How, how? Because lots of people say that that's what they believe. Uh-huh. And then they do the opposite. So... Our borders must be secured. Legal and rational immigration can't be a positive for our country, but Biden administration has allowed more than 8 million foreigners to cross our borders. That is neither legal nor rational. 8 million is more than the population of 38 states. This is not sustainable, and it cannot continue. That's it. That's all it says. That's, I mean, that's a fair point. That is accurate. Um, yeah, then on his, his bio, let's get to know me. Involved and supported the work of his father, Senator Orrin G. Hatch, who served in the U.S. Senate for 42 years. See, that's a... Uh, don't like that as much. Served for almost 40 years as director and treasurer of the Conservative Federalist Society for Law and Social Policy local, located in Washington, D.C. <coughs> I thought he was Utah person. Mm. Uh, so, she <laughs> counsel to the President of the United States, Deputy Assistant Attorney General of the United States Department of Justice under Reagan, General Counsel National Endowment for the Humanities, Law Clerk to Judge Robert H. Bork, U.S. Court of Appeals in the D.C. Circuit, elected delegate to 2004 Republican National Convention, graduated BYU, law degree at Columbia. Listed as one of the Mountain State's super lawyers, top 100. Okay. Married, four children, five grandchildren. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Hmm. And he's got his resignation letters. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I'm not... <clears throat> Something about having your resignation letter from the President of the United States and your uh, um, end-of-term letter from Ronald Reagan proudly displayed as an achievement. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you're full of yourself. <laughs> That's how that reads to me. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway. Oh, I'm... I'm pulling for for first dags. Yeah, at least he he's done such a great job with Riverton. Mm -hmm. I I think I think he would be great. He's had his hiccups, us. I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, overall, I think it's a but but yeah, overall positive. Yes, and he he actually has solutions on the issues that he points yeah. out. <clears throat> so that's that's where I'm leaning. I I hope it's him. Well. Brent Hatch just 
just announces things. So his page probably doesn't. If you're going to announce, you put everything out. <laughs> you just lay it all out. If something changes, then it changes. That's, that's how it works. <clears throat> Especially when you're getting in on near the deadline of applying. <laughs> on to the mostly good news. <clears throat> the good news part of the mostly good news. The uh, transgender bathroom and DEI bills we've mentioned before. Oh, yay. Governor Cox has signed them into law. <gasps> good news, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is now against the law in Utah at state-funded buildings <clears throat> to use a bathroom that does not go with your actual gender. Also, it is against the law to discriminate against people based off of not merit. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Governor Cox was on the Texas border. Oh. Went and visited the border. Oh, goody. And uh, he said, uh, after doing a tour part of the border, he said the federal government has once again just completely abdicated their responsibility. President Biden can't fix all of this, but he can fix most of this with the authority that he has right now. He knows this, and his administration knows this, and they're willfully choosing not to do the things that could stop this from happening, this humanitarian catastrophe that is taking place on the border with people that are losing their lives. Um, he says Congress does need to act. Congress also abdicated the responsibility for the past 40 years to help some of the things that are broken with immigration. We would encourage Congress to do their part. That's what he had to say. That a boy. Mm-hmm. Cox rocks. <laughs> yes. I do enjoy that he called out Congress for the last 40 years, not just current Congress. That is nice. See, Orrin Hatch was a senator. Oh, during that time frame. Okay. Just, yeah. just checking. You know, I would say that even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, but Cox has actually been doing pretty well the last little bit. Yeah, he's been doing so well. I went to, I went to the uh, socials, the social medias, because mm -hmm. uh, he basically put this article or something like it on, on his timeline, saying, you know, we need to shut down the border or whatever. Uh huh. <clears throat> and the comment section. <laughs> was filled with people that were upset that they no longer had a Democrat as a governor of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? You changed. <laughs> yes, he did. And? It's a, it was the same kind of reaction with the uh, signing the transgender and DEI things, especially the transgender one, because he started, he started to go down that route with going to the whatever seminar thing and saying my pronouns are he, him, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he reversed course shortly after that, saying that uh, I didn't realize that there was actually zero science behind this entire movement. <laughs> 
at least healthy science behind the movement. Yeah. <laughs> so he put a hard stop on that and turned right back around. And it, it the thing that kills me about about the whole transgender thing, and like seriously, nothing against him, against the people, nothing against the people. But there are zero other mental instabilities that we just accept and try to integrate into society. Mm -hmm. So why this one? Well, people with Down syndrome and stuff, no, no, we recognize that they are different. Yes. We treat them. And we try difference. to help them for their difference. And we try to help them be part of society without capitulating every part of society to their needs. Yes. So why don't we do that here? And that's that's what this bill does. Mm -hmm. Is you you can't discriminate against them based on anything but merit. That being said, you can't use a bathroom that does not match your birth. It's that easy. Well, I don't feel safe. Neither do half the women in that bathroom. Yeah. When they see burly man come walking in, I shave. When they see burly man come walking in, they don't feel safe. Hey, I'm not going to lie. When I see a chick with a mustache in the dude's room, I don't feel comfortable either. <laughs> it's going to be a no from me, dog. It's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> and yeah, hate on me if you want for that opinion, but seriously, like, it makes no sense to capitulate to this. It's no different at than, all. It's no different than Mrs. Doubtfire. It is. It is a lot different than Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire was a comedy. Mm -hmm. And we laughed because of how ridiculous it was and it would never exactly. happen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your comparison is moot. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> Immigrants in Utah, woohoo! From Venezuela, Cuba, and other countries, have called on the Senate to condemn communism. So, senators from Utah have taken to officially condemning communism for the state. It's not a bill with any teeth or anything like that. It's just a. Uh, something to have Utah officially stand against communism. So. Good news, everyone. One of the, one of the people pushing for this, Gabriela Puckett, uh, from Cuba, now living in Orem, she said, some people remark enthusiastically about the beaches and sun when she tells them she's from the Caribbean island nation. Her memories, though, are of scarce food, government control, and limited professional opportunities. Hmm. She, ultimately, she ultimately fled the communist nation and is now part of a contingent of immigrants in Utah, most from Latin America, pushing a message bill in the Utah legislature calling for the condemnation of socialism and communism. She said, it's like a cancer that's spreading all over the country. We need to teach children and young people about communism, the reality, the truth. 
The aim of SJR5, she and others behind the measure say, is to shed light on what they believe to be a slow creep towards socialism in the United States and to stop it. Senator Michael Kennedy, of a Republican from Alpine, is the sponsor, and the resolution received a favorable recommendation in a three-to-one vote of the Senate Judiciary Law Enforcement and Criminal Justice Committee last week. Carlos Moreno, originally from Venezuela and now living in West Jordan, reached out to Kennedy to get the bill on the lawmaker's radar screen. In Venezuela, under the late socialist president Hugo Chavez, Moreno, Moreno said guns were taken from private residents and school curriculum was changed to reflect socialist values. Huh. So are we going to remove all of the uh, Hugo Chavez uh, street names that we have? That'd be a good start. I think it'd be an awesome start. Cuban revolutionaries like Ernesto Che Guevara and Fidel Castro were put forward to kids as heroic examples to emulate. Let's see, when I was working at middle schools, I remember seeing a lot of shirts with uh, Che. Yeah. Everybody has a Che shirt. President Nicolas Maduro now leads Venezuela following the footsteps of Chavez. When you escape from that type of regime, you don't want to see it in your new home said Moreno, a naturalized U.S. citizen running as a Republican for the District 2 seat on the Salt Lake County Council. Good luck. <laughs> Hope he wins. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, everyone that don't know that he will because it's Salt Lake, but... Well, there are a bunch of racists in Salt Lake if they don't vote for him. That's fair. <laughs> My, how the turns table. <laughs> My, how the turn table. Turns table. Yes. Turn tables. The other hopefuls for the seat, now held by Republican Dave Alvord, who's not running again, are Republican Daniel Thatcher and Democrat Katie Olson. After coming to Utah as a student in 2009, Moreno said he created a student group challenging changes implemented by Venezuela that impacted the finances of students abroad, incurring the wrath of the government. Overnight, I became an enemy of the state, and I had to apply for political asylum. Oh, how about that? Mm. Actual political asylum seeker. And he became a naturalized citizen. So he went through the process legally. Um, Moreno, like Puckett, testified on behalf of SJR 5 at last week's committee hearing. Now, SJR 5 doesn't call for any specific action. It has no teeth. It reads as a statement of resolve by the Utah legislature that the body, quote, celebrates the enduring principles of the United States Constitution reaffirms our commitment to the free market system and condemns the destructive and oppressive nature of socialism and communism, end quote. But it reflects the concerns of some immigrant newcomers about what's happening around the world and their contentions that socialism is gaining a foothold in the state. Among other things, Moreno pointed to the creation of a Salt Lake branch of the Party for Socialism and Liberation, which espouses, quote, the socialist transformation of society, end quote, and on a larger scale moves towards socialism in Latin America. Uh, he said socialism doesn't come overnight. It's a process like what happened in Venezuela. He now runs an energy consulting firm. Good for you, Mr. Moreno. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Where's... Ah, Utah Senator Luz Escamilla, Democrat out of Salt Lake City, voiced reservations about SJR 5 during the committee hearing, ultimately voting against recommending approval of the measure. She subsequently proposed a substitute version of SJR 5, expanding its condemnation beyond communism and socialism to, quote, all oppressive forms of government, end quote. No, 
specific. Okay, so here's here's the problem with that is all oppressive forms of government is all forms of government because that's all that government does is oppress. That's uh -huh. literally its function in the world is to oppress. The reason there is no government in existence in history or in future that has ever been designed to do anything other than oppress its people. The reason why Benjamin Franklin said a republic, if you can keep it, is because the republic that the founders designed was extremely liberating mm -hmm. because there weren't all kinds of little bylaws and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Because it was made for a moral and religious people, as Adams said. Why? Because a moral and religious people don't need a bunch of laws to tell them what they can and cannot do, because they believe that there's a higher government than the government that they need to answer to. So they just do the right thing anyway, because they believe that a power greater than government is watching over them. So therefore, they don't need government to tell them, you can't steal this, you can't murder that. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, all governments are oppressive. Um, her proposal also fine-tunes some of the criticism the measure aims to communism and socialism. Oh, does it? Does it? Now, to be clear, she doesn't support communism or socialism. She just you know, belongs to a party that is endorsed by the Communist Party. She just <laughs> needs to be removed from office is what she <laughs> just... <laughs> but question the timing of the measure drawing parallels to the recent legislative debate about HB 261 and overhauling diversity, equity, and inclusion programs at universities. That contentious measure, signed into law by Governor Cox on Tuesday, espouses academic freedom on college campuses and prohibits discrimination. I do have a lot of concerns just on the timing and as we are evolving on some of these difficult conversations. Stop! <laughs> Not difficult. These are not difficult conversations at all. No, is the response. The Yeah, it's a very simple conversation. The conversation is no. That's it. That's all there is. I have rights. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I get to go to that bathroom. No, you do not. No, you do not. But I identify, I, I see that you're wrong. <laughs> you can think whatever you want. You can think whatever you want that does not require society to pander to your illusion. Yep. You do not get to act however you want. It's a very simple conversation. Yeah. Like I said, I certainly agree in concept with some of these pieces, but it's when they connect to everything else that is happening that's hurting many members of our community that I do have a big hesitation. Let's see. So she disagrees with all of the people from outside the country that come to Utah and say, hold on, all this stuff we saw over there is starting to happen here. Can you guys, like, stop that? <clears throat> can, can I vote that we just not? How about no? She... <laughs> uh, <laughs> She said, we don't want people to lose hope like in Cuba. They don't even dream. The only dream in Cuba is to leave Cuba because you're not living. That was yes. Puckett, Puckett that said that. Uh-huh. Not the um, senator oh, lady. Oh, yes, yes, this yes, was, yes. This was yeah, Puckett. 
pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the senator's like, yes, but let's not be too hard on it because it could offend someone. Which is why we need to be hard on it. Cause, yes. Because it's offensive. If it's offensive, it means you have to be hard to get rid of the offense. <laughs> Otherwise, the offense stays. And then your airplanes start falling out of the air because you care more about how diverse the crew is as opposed to how well-constructed the airplane is. <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> so uh, Boeing, <laughs> side, side note, Boeing tried to get a uh, exemption from a safety thing from the FAA. They decided to retract their exemption application after it was discovered that bolts were missing from the door that flew off the airplane while it was in flight. <laughs> I thought that was a new air conditioning feature. But they, they, their crew is very diverse, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's hilarious. Uh, Governor Cox, again. Still rocks. Signed a constitutional sovereignty bill into law. Constitutional sovereignty. What exactly does that entail? The uh, short and skinny of it is uh, Utah can decide whether or not we actually follow federal regulations. A blessing. A blessing from the Lord. God be praised. Yeah. Quote, unquote, legally decide. <laughs> and it's not just higgledy-piggledy, we pick what we want. It's the issue is brought to the legislature and the legislature votes yes or no, we're going to follow that regulation, whatever thing from the federal government. It's not saying, so if a law is passed by the federal government, that's one thing. But if the FAA comes in and says, this is a new regulation you have to follow, or the ATF, or the ATF, or pick an alphabet soup agency, uh, the state of Utah can gather together its legislature and say, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Governor Cox said, balancing power between state and federal sovereignty is an essential part of our constitutional system. Correct. This legislation gives us another way to push back on federal overreach and maintain that balance. This bill is designed, uh, is, that's what he said. This bill is designed to allow the state to refuse to comply with some federal orders or directives, like federal air quality standards or public lands issues. <laughs> but that's only after a supermajority of the legislature agrees to pass a resolution starting as such, stating as such. Yeah, so if a uh, president of the United States comes in and says, under the national parks thing, this swath of land that you were going to drill oil on is now a national park. State of, uh, no, it's not. State of Utah come and say, the hell it is. <laughs> and let the Texas standoff begin. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. Because uh -huh. the federal government can go pound sand. Slash it. Slash it. Slash it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Uh, the bill's primary sponsor, Senator Scott Sandel out of Tremont. Um, it's a good place to be from. Sure. Um, 
he said it would not allow every minor grievance the state may have uh, uh, with an ideological, ideologically opposed administration be brought up. It said lawmakers must run a resolution to pick their topics. So we need to begin the process somewhere of taking back sovereignty of the state for the benefit of the citizens for the state. Correct. Um, but the Alliance for a Better Utah left-leaning policy group blasted the bill. We maintain that SB 57 sets up an unconstitutional process nope. to evade federal laws and regulations. Uh, it's not incorrect. It's not set up to evade federal law, just federal regulations. Which and, are not and in order for it to be unconstitutional, the Constitution would actually have to grant these powers to all of these little piddly uh -huh. things, which it does not. So, seeing as how Congress did not, and specify, every power that yes. is not specified in the Constitution is given to the states. given to the states, which uh -huh. means this is perfectly constitutional. Uh -huh. So, this is the opposite of an unconstitutional process. This is exactly the way it should be handled. Uh, they say they, they anticipate this ill-advised action by the legislature will hit taxpayers in the end through unnecessary litigation. I hope it goes to the Supreme Court, mm -hmm. every one of them, because the Supreme Court should, if the Supreme Court is doing its job, look at any of these things brought to them by a state and say, uh, that was never made a law through the legislation, so the mm -hmm. state is correct. Yes. Well, it says here, secretary's discretion. Mm -hmm. uh, that no, that's not how that works. Which yeah. is, again, back to was it two or three weeks ago, we were looking at the Chevron case being overturned. Yeah. <laughs> just basically the same argument, just yes. this is a state instead of a company. Yes. Um which I would feel like the state has more legal favorings than a private company does. <clears throat> Seeing as how a state is specifically mentioned in the Constitution to have the right to do this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they said, as lawmakers undoubtedly make use of the bill's provisions in this and future legislative sessions, we'll be watching to make sure that Utah's best interests are heard and protected. Yes, because Utahns want every square inch of their land that isn't their house to become a national park. That's exactly what Utahs, Utahns want. Uh, hey, you can't, you can't do that there because it's a national park. But it's my property. Yes, it's your property inside of what is now a national park. When did it become a national park? Well, when the president came to the state and made a speech and stuff, he said this is a national park, so now it's a national park. So now you can't cut down that tree that's hanging over your house. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's in my best interests, I guess. A bill that is uh, being advanced through Utah's legislature, speaking of national parks and nature and stuff, would prevent the granting of personhood to nature. A blessing. A blessing from the Lord. God be praised. I already used that one. But oh, well. it's still great. <laughs> There's too many. <laughs> when, I, when I mentioned this to my to my wife, she was very confused. What does that even mean? <laughs> it means like in California, a tree has just as much or more rights than a human does because nature. Utah is trying to just stop that from happening at all. 
Good. House Bill 249, the Utah Legal Personhood Amendments, declares that only mankind may enjoy the legal rights and obligations of personhood. Utah House passed the bill on Tuesday and now faces consideration by the Senate. It expressly prohibits the granting of legal personhood to any artificial intelligence, inanimate object, body of water, land, real property, atmospheric gas, astronomical object, weather, plant, non-human animal, and, quote, any other member of a taxonomic domain that is not a human being, end quote. This is going after AI, too, Hmm. to shut down. Well, that robot has its own thoughts, and is it? Yeah, it's it's a robot. It's not a a human. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Let's see. State Rep. Walt Brooks brought this bill forward. Um. And it was brought to his attention by a constituent. So he made it into law, into a bill. He said, I had to explain to my kids that you go to a dairy, those cows are pregnant because they need to be if they're going to give milk. But did anybody get the permission of a cow to get them pregnant, said Brooks. So if they were a person, that would be sexual harassment. So that's why this bill is in place, so that crazy stuff like that can't actually be prosecuted because then you wouldn't have farms yeah (laughs) and then we wouldn't have food Uh uh-huh democratic state rep joel briscoe indicated that non-human entities and and beings should enjoy the legal rights of personhood since corporations may have legal rights under the u.s law different different things briscoe said he wasn't sure whether granting personhood to the great salt lake would be a good idea or not it'd be a bad idea because it's i I really don't think that corporations should enjoy personhood either. Uh, no. <clears throat> no, but uh, corporations do have some sort of legal rights under law because... As a business, not yes, as a Yes, as person. a business, but not as a person. They don't have the right of humans. Yeah. They have the right of making money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen some of the shit that goes on in California, and there should be some sexual harassment suits... <laughs> against some people there. <laughs> just saying. Defaming uh, uh, corporate buildings, but, you know. I'm just making statements. I, I'm just making statements. <laughs> I just asked the questions. Uh, what I do know is this. Before I put into code and vote to put into code a prohibition against something that I'm told is dangerous without any examples, I would really love to see some details, said Briscoe. I see a couple of really great examples in what Brooks said right there. <laughs> I, yeah, but what is it, more examples do you need? He's probably saying he wants like things that are actually happening in real life. It's have you not have you not seen the kind of movement of everything around you? This is to just have it not happen at all in the state. Just pump the brakes before we even hit go. A <laughs> an an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh-huh. So I'm told. It's a that's a your grandmother probably knew that was a saying. In closing, Brooks impressed on the importance of definitions that reflect reality. Okay. He compared the hesitation to decline personhood for nature to the ongoing confusion over defining gender. There's no confusion. It's just you refuse to accept the truth. 
What I do know is this. A person is a person, and a tree is not. Neither is an animal. Neither is a stream. Neither is the air, said Brooks. I bet you if you went back 10 years ago, no one had a question about what a woman was and what a man was, but we do get confused. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <sighs> yeah. Passed out of the Utah House, overwhelming support with 58 members voting for it and 11 against. Is that a supermajority? Uh, pretty close. It's more than two thirds, right? I believe so. Excellent. I'm <sighs> just wondering about constitutional sovereignty. So, <laughs> another bill floating around Utah. Last one would allow armed trained school guardians to respond to emergencies in Utah schools. Good news, everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it basically just makes it easier for schools to have armed people. Now, in the state of Utah, it's already legal to have armed people inside the school. Yes. It's legal to carry in the school, legal to conceal carry schools outside of that this is to uh, this is to allow schools to officially designate someone basically as armed security all right i've heard enough deadly force authorized <laughs> stop the threat <laughs> the legislation would establish a guardian program in the absence of a school resource officer um, or SRO, or security guard, a school employee could volunteer to be an armed guard to respond during an emergency. Now, if I still worked for a school district and this became law, and it, and it is such a way that you can volunteer uh, to be an armed guard, if that means I can have my AR slung over my shoulder while I'm doing whatever I do at the school, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if that means I can open carry two of my pieces and a stun gun and my AR, I'm all for it. You're a custodian. Yes, an armed. And <laughs> I am a custodian, which means I'm here to take out the trash. I am here to secure the premises. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, the guardians would train twice a year inside of the school. Oh, no. And the county sheriff would oversee their duties. Fine. Guardians would undergo mental health evaluations and de-escalation training. Fine. Their training would also include firearms proficiency. So you're going to pay for my ammo to be better at using my weapon. Yes. Oh, where do I sign? Hi. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean... I, I was going to sign up before you bribed me <laughs> to twist my arm. <laughs> this, I almost, already said, yes, stop selling me. Almost. This makes me want to go get a job at a school district. You want to work part time at the school district? Yes. I also volunteer. I also volunteer, volunteer for what? Well, I don't see a resource officer here, so I volunteer. I volunteer. <laughs> it's not law yet. <laughs> All right, well, call me back when it is. You, <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. 
Guard- I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> Guardians are basically force multipliers, and SRO cannot be everywhere at all times. Around the country, in some of our rural communities, law enforcement could be 10 or 20 minutes away. Correct. Mm-hmm. The most important thing... Even in inner city, they can be almost that far away. <laughs> Even when the station's just a couple blocks away. Yeah. Guardians are basically force multipliers, and SRO cannot be everywhere at all times around the country. Oh, sorry. The most important thing, when an active shooter comes on your campus and an individual's intent on killing your son or daughter, the most important thing is, number one, stopping the killing and then stopping the dying. Yeah. That's why I certainly support this bill and the Guardian feature that you have in there, he said. from This is from Schachter. I think he was... Uh, oh, I didn't see who Schachter was. Dang it. But part this comes from, uh, this is supported by some of the uh, uh, um, Parkland shooters. Uh, Max Schachter uh, is the parent of... Um, That's what it was. Alex it, Schachter, who died... Marjorie Stoneman High School, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so some of the parents from that are supporting this bill in Utah. But there's kids died in school shootings. You want guns in the schools? Yes, yes, because these parents realized that if there was a gun at the school, their kid might not have died. Yeah. A good guy with a gun at the school. Yeah. Unlike uh, what's-his-face thinks that he's almighty and important because he's built an entire profile around um, capitalizing off his dead students, fellow students. Oh, uh, Hogg. Yeah, David Hogg. Who's pushing for anti-gun stuff and is somehow making money off of taking advantage of that situation where he was just happened to be at the school, wasn't necessarily... Involved around shooting. Gotta give him props for seizing the opportunity. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's in all the wrong ways, but gotta give him props. That's as far as I go with it. The opportunity. Because there's. I wish I could make tons of money for being an idiot. (laughs) I'd be rolling in it. (laughs) Um,. Uh, Clark F. Aposhian, chair, chairman of the Utah Shooting Sports Council, endorsed the legislation, thanking Wilcox for working for months with diverse stakeholders to craft a very comprehensive bill. We believe that this legislation is likely to be a template for other states to adopt to protect the students, the staff, and the faculty. Really, the only reason to pass this bill is if we're serious about protecting our kids. Yes. Uh, Wilcox said after intense study of the response to school shootings across the country, the message that we want to send here is that it isn't okay here. We're not going to wait and act later. If somebody decides to attack one of our schools, they will be met with resistance. They won't know what that looks like. Uh, They won't know what that looks like, but we're not going to sit and wait for someone to do this here. The committee voted unanimously to send it to the House for further consideration. Good. So there's no opposition to it out of committee. Oh, but uh, 
there was some concern from Martin Carlos Muñez from the Child Advocacy Organization, Voices for Utah Children. Um, uh, he voiced concern about the Guardian program and urged the committee to refer the bill to interim study. A local elected school board member urged lawmakers to amend the legislation to, uh, quote, eliminate the armed guardian section of the bill and add more funding for SROs, end quote. Let's spend more money and not have volunteers. <laughs> so people are willing to a teacher, a custodian, a principal, a secretary, whatever, is willing to volunteer to put their life on the line at the pay that they're getting with no extra pay. No, we can't have that. We need to have more money to pay for someone to do to do that. Yeah. That's uh, Terry McCabe of the I'm... Provo School District Board of Education. Wasn't he quoting somebody else in that one, though? Hmm? I think it said that he was quoting somebody else in that one. No, that was what Terry McCabe, a member of the Provo School District Board of Education, said. They want to eliminate the armed guardian section of the bill and add more funding for SROs. So, yeah, but before that, one locally elected school board member urged lawmakers to amend the legislation to, and then it's the quote, said Terry McCabe. So Terry McCabe said that there was a locally oh. elected school board member. He was quoting somebody in that. He didn't say it himself. To be clear. Sure. Sure. Uh, someone says they're concerned about this. Who? Someone. <laughs> someone told me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's your Utah stuff. What you just... Nope. Not that one. That one. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Gosh, I am just off on my aim tonight. It's like the third time. There. <laughs> now I feel better. <laughs> this comment down here. Training a guardian a couple of times a year would be next to useless. I would be more afraid that an innocent victim would be at risk from a guardian who had neither the training nor the mental preparedness to engage an active shooter in the middle of a school. Yeah, see, um, the thing is, uh, someone that's going to volunteer to do that has already been training with a firearm. Yeah, that's just training that the school provides. That doesn't mean that they're not going to train on their uh -huh. own or that they don't know their way around a gun. What if I told you that police officers also get training couple of times a year <laughs> they get more than true not, not not really yeah so cool well I um I actually rather enjoyed that yeah like subscribe share follow all those things. Go check out Redemption Tactical. Link below. Tell them they said. Tell them. Tell, tell them, them they said hi. <laughs> tell them they said hi. Tell them hi. <laughs> tell, tell them hi from us. Tell from them you. Hi. 
Just hi. That's it. That's all you need to say. Just hi. Just that. You don't have to tell them who it's from. Just say hi. <laughs> yes. Add a little Deadpool gif doing a sensual little... <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> and with all that, Galatians 4.16. <gasps> Bye! He's got the clap and he's giving it to you. <laughs> Perfect. Never a dull moment. Because <clears throat> if there is, then, you know, why are we here? <sighs> right? Why, oh, why? Why, why, why? Sometimes why. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I do not like your green eggs and spam. Mr. Cox and Socks, sir. Mr. Cox and Socks, sir. <laughs> He's a Cox and Blocks, sir. <laughs> oh, if I had more time. I know. Life. I know. <laughs> I really think you you ought to uh, edit in some some kind of screenshot of of something Seuss with Cox's face on it. Say like one of those. I like, like random, this conservatism. Like one of those random <laughs> random animal things or the Lorax or something with Cox's face on it. I'm gonna apply a conservatism here, there, anywhere. <laughs> Apply I like this right wing. I sure do. I could apply it to the Senate. I could apply it to the House. I could apply it to this bill. I could apply it to a speech. Something like that. It's got to rhyme. It's a work in Don't, progress. It it's a work it in progress, rhyme. okay? You, it's a terrible work in progress. Mm -hmm. I'm not the one that read Dr. Seuss their entire childhood, so. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I'm our, I'm all, and I'm already force feeding it to my child. I read Dr. Seuss all the time to her. Oh yes, our, our kid. Our kids. Do you have to hop on pop? Hop. <laughs> Ball wall all falls. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a bit. That's mm -hmm. a big thing. You got to know these one, words. One bear, one wheel. That's right. Two bears, two wheels. <laughs> I would not, could not in the rain. I would not, could not on a train. I'll apply it to public transportation. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, shall we? Yes, let's. Um, gosh dang it, I'm never ready. <laughs>